1: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Two Toms, One Ash. It feels a little early to be talking NFL fantasy football, but we're hoping by September production will be on point and content might even be worth listening to as well. But in all honesty, we're just excited to get talking NFL and get this out to you. I'm Ash and I'm joined by the Toms, where we will be talking all things NFL, but typically NFL fantasy football. We're two and a half months away from week one, which means we're about two months away from our draft. And I suspect that's the case for most of you listening as well. Our league is a standard draft comprised of 12 players, making up three divisions. And this upcoming season, we've opted for the flex position to be running back, wide receiver or tight end. And while there are still teams in in the NFL to make a decision about who's going to be under centre this season... We want to run through some early ideas of who we think is being overranked and underranked. Hope you enjoy. Right, so let's go through our list of who we've got. So overranked and underranked. Goalie, your well prepared list. Give me your first player, your first player that you think's overranked that you think everyone's predicting to go probably top tier or top few tiers, and you're thinking, nope, way too high for them.
2: Tell you what, why don't we start with the under <laughs>
1: <laughs> You start where you want, mate. Yeah.
2: Middle-ranked. <laughs> okay. I'm only saying that is because um, I only got so far with my list, and I started with the under so Brilliant. I think it's a great place to start. So, I think Travis Etienne. Yeah. Okay. Because um, obviously, we're best thing to come out of college, uh, running back um, last in the last draft, um, and blow, blow his knee out or something. He did. He got injured pre-season, didn't he? So he never actually played a snap last season. But apparently, he's fit now. Um, and I know James Robinson come in and did pretty well, but. I still think if he's anything to live up to the hype that he was coming out of college, he could make a big impact for the Jags this year. So, um, yeah, for me, I think he, he's one that could could go under the radar a little bit and, and make a big push. Um, Tom will like this one. Pat Fryer move. Boom. <laughs> um, never, never heard of him until, obviously... I know we were only drafted last year, but he just kept seemed to be really consistent throughout the the whole year and started to get more and more targets. And as they kind of made that playoff push uh, towards the end of the season, um, he, he played quite a big part in it. He scored quite a few touchdowns. I think going into next season, potentially more mobile quarterback. Um, even though he's got really small hands, if he gets the job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he could again have a have a big part. Then um, plus, if simpler, they're going to if they're going to look at uh,
3: using Frymuth as well, they're, they're going to try and play two tight ends. with mm-hmm. use Harris uh, a bit more. He should get a bit more ball as well because it gives them that option.
2: No, definitely, and I think I think that's set up now for for teams like, um, well. Like Pittsburgh, similar to the Browns, that are going to lean more on the run game, that kind of formation playing uh, two even three tight ends um, is going to become more and more. So we'll see. Similar to uh, to that, I've gone with Njoku for for the Browns. They've paid him big. Um, is not in terms of performance and input. Per, in terms of stats, is is not our top five tight end, but they've paid him as one because they see him as, as potential. Um, and I think with, again, a more settled offence, um, well, it's a completely different offence, but if it gets a little bit more settled, they're going to play a little bit more with that similar formation that we have just talked about. Um, they've not invested heavily in the wide receiver room, so which means I think they have probably putting a little bit more faith in Njoku to, to step up. Uh, and if Watson isn't suspended for the season, <laughs> um, then again I think he could he could have a big season. Um, I think probably Baker's play let him down a little bit, uh, but he, he didn't get targeted so much. Uh, but when he did, his out his uh, yards after catch was uh, was pretty big. I think it's in double figures. So um, again, I think he could have a, a breakout year next year. And hopefully, go over a thousand yards for, for the first time. So, I think his, his biggest amount of yards is 400 and odd last year. Uh, so, again, I think with a better quarterback and more emphasis with him in the run game, then he could have a big season.
1: Yeah, I like, I like those three. And and just looking now on the um, on kind of the fun, fantasy football rankings, and obviously with our league, we've got 12 players in it this year. So, I suppose just with the running back, um, Etienne's ranked. 24th which I guess again for our league you're going to need at least two running backs that are starting pl- plus a possible flex so I think Etienne's a solid a solid option with James Robinson like you said did alright but I think still coming back from injury and uh, and I think just Jags as a whole really Doug Peterson a bit of a better offence Christian Kirk um just a bit more dynamic um, and then ironically really similar for Friamuth he's ranked as the 12th uh, best tight end in terms of fantasy wise, uh, which again we're all going to need at least one tight end, <clears throat> and I think there's going to be that drop off really, which I'm, we might get into, but a bit of a drop off from Kelsey maybe, Kittle, Waller, they're still top tier, but I think there's a big load behind them that are squeezing up the back, which Frymouth, I think, and Joku, I think they could e- easily and quickly catch up with those. Um, Charlie. Who you got? Do your under-ranked first, then. Or, or whichever one you preferred first.
3: We'll, we'll stick with the unders. Um, so, first one being um, Hunter Renfro. Um, I think, well, I, I picked him up last year um, as a, when the um, Raiders season started to fall apart. And they lost lost players for various different reasons. Um, I picked him up last year, and it, and then started paying a bit more attention to him. And I think as a slot receiver, he's just a go-to. He's just an easy out and picks up yards. Um, gets gets you eight nine yards. He's not gonna he's not gonna get you a ninety-yard play or or some. Stupid numbers in one go, but he'll keep grinding and keep getting points. Um, and especially in and around red zone, he's a great target for um, for him to because uh, he makes those hard yards. I think he'll uh, I think he'll score big this season. Um, second is. Uh, Come on, what's his name? Pittman Jr. But Colts. Um, yeah. I think new quarterback and their reliance last year on the run. Um, I think he'll make quite a few more plays this year. And I think last year showed the quality that he would got, he just needed a better quarterback, basically. someone that we're going to be able to throw the ball to him. Um, so I think he, he'll uh, score big this year. And then lastly being Keenan Allen. Um, I think he's still he's still with the charges isn't he? He's not moved. Yeah, no, he's still there. Yeah, is that wide receiver one? Yeah, yeah. But he just—he's one of those players who doesn't—he's not—he's uh, not—he's not gonna be a first-round pick for anybody. Uh, maybe not even a second. He's one of them players who people just pick up and think, nah, yeah, he'll probably get things done." Uh, but his his stats, I think, last year uh, for on with a new quarterback at the start of the season were ridiculous. Um. But he just seemed to go under the radar. We've got players like um, Cooper Cup, people like that, that were just lighting it up. Um, he's not one of those big names that people think of straight away, but he um, his total receptions, yards and touchdowns, I think in the first five games were, were ridiculous. So uh, if he carries on, uh, quarterback second year... Um, I think he'll. Uh, I
2: think he could be a big scorer. I think uh, that's that's interesting because I think uh, he he tweeted something not too long ago as well about not getting the recognition he feels he deserves. But I think and he's probably right. He, he put up a lot of numbers last season. Uh, I mean, he's got an amazing quarterback. Uh, I know that we keep saying that he only decides that he wants to throw on fourth down, <laughs> but um, he he is a quality quarterback. But I think the, the other. Thing why he probably does go under the radar a little bit is um, the fact they've got Mike Williams as well. That I always thought he was wide receiver one. Uh, I always thought he was the, the the go-to guy, but he probably did underperform a little bit last year. Whereas um, Alan stepped up a little bit as well. So
1: yeah, I agree. And then the, uh, it's odd that I think Herbert's getting touted as kind of QB two really in the whole rankings and. But, but to who or how? Like, he's not a runner. He's not Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to throw it somewhere. Um, and, and, yeah, I think it's possibly down to, although it's a tough division, I think it's, it's possibly down to Staley's play calling that, like I say, if he gets an extra down, at least one or two drives every game, then, um, then yeah, there's a good chance that something like that's coming. So good shouts, I think, with all those. So for mine, um, so first one, uh, Cam Acres. I think... He's, he's kind of shown fits and starts for the for the Rams. I think Rams leaned heavily on what because uh, he was injured um, Henderson, Henderson, and then uh, Sonny Michelle. I think stepped in a bit, didn't he? But Cam Akers turned up for playoffs, and he's he's not quite McCaffrey or um Eckler, but he's he's definitely that kind of running back on on third downs, especially that can come out and and again with that offense you'd expect a lot of the touchdowns, a lot of the plays to go. Cooper Cup, Alan Robinson, Higby, talks of Beckham Jr. coming back, but I think there's a running back and then passing out of the backfield. I think Cam Akers should be higher than, really ranked 17th, he should be higher than that. Um, second one is Bateman, so receiver for Ravens. I, I don't think an overly good receiver, but he's ranked 31st out of all receivers, which as Ravens' first uh, kind of first first receiver, um, there's no one else. And obviously, Jackson, Lamar Jackson's not a passing quarterback, but he's got to go somewhere and there's pretty much nobody else other than Mark Andrews. So, uh, again, I don't think he's going to be anyone's receiver number one, but, but definitely higher than 31st, I'd have thought. And third one, a little bit on the lines of uh, Pittman Jr. So, uh, but Colts... Tight end Mo Ali Cox. Again, I don't suspect he will be anyone's maybe starting. It's not in our league anyway, where we can just have one tight end and then sub one in. But he's ranked thirty third, which again they've Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, but that's it. Again, unless they pick up another free agent or or kind of trade for someone else last minute, there's not many others. And I, and I think it's still he's it's a decent receiver, even at tight end and big body that. It might be one of those kind of really, really late rounds or maybe as a free agent, but just hanging on there should a few tight ends get injured. I think he's there.
2: We could be a little bit more in play as well this year because we have changed the rules. So that flex option, we've changed it we so could it, have could be, tight end, it could be an extra tight end, not just a receiver or running back. So,
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. And I guess, again, a bit similar to, to Jonathan Taylor, to Derek Henry, like some of the others, it's a poor division, isn't it? You know that four games out of the whole season you're playing against Jags or Texans, so yeah. so you've almost got four games there. Not so much with a free hit, but um, but certainly nothing like AFC West, NFC East, something like that. Maybe a bit bad example, NFC East. Um, cool, good shouts with all those. Scully, have you caught up? Have you managed to get some overranked?
2: I have. I have, I had him before. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so my my first one would be McCaffrey. Um, he always goes early. So if not first round, definitely second round. Um, but I mean, last last season showed he's injury prone. I think he's injury prone because of the amount of work rate he has to put in for that team, and they've not upgraded at quarterback. Which means he's gonna get the same amount of work rate as as he got last year. Um, I mean, who who else can come in? Chubba Hubbard. He's didn't really do anything either last season. So it's it's not going to be a tandem. Um, it's going to be him getting getting the majority of the reps probably. So I'm not sure how long he lasts again this season. I, I like him, so I hope I'm wrong. But um, I think for me, he's one probably to to avoid, um, just purely because I don't think he'll last too long of the season. Um, Another one for me, and I really like him, but I saw him sulk a little bit at times last season uh, is DK Metcalf. and I think you you take Russell Wilson out of that offence as well, um, who I know was injured for a lot of times last season wasn't great. I think much of that was Wilson's fault with that offensive line. (laughs) um is yeah i i don't see him performing that well and i'm not sure if it's any fault of his own i just don't see um what seattle are doing at the minute so yeah i think i think he'll struggle i I was hoping he was going to go i thought someone had signed him i was hoping to be honest that he might come to the browns um thought Yeah, he's got a year left in his contract, I think. I don't think he's been paid yet, which he he wants. So, I think there's quite a few factors there that could affect him not performing next year. And again, some of them, no fault of his own. Um, And then another one in a similar fashion, probably um, a little bit stronger in terms of a player, is uh, DJ Moore. Again, quarterback for the Carolinas, an issue. He's too good, <laughs> um, but he, he, you don't give him a quarterback good enough to throw to him um, on a regular basis. I think he'll, I think he'll struggle. I think he struggled last season. If correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure they did too much other than the first few games that they won. Um, it was Sam Donald, weren't it? Where he sent to lead them for what first five games, first or four games, where they won four in a row, and then they did nothing after that. So. Yeah,
1: they're my three. Yeah, good. I'm just, again, I'm just looking now as you're talking. So, yeah, DK Metcalf ranked 14th. Uh, and, and funnily enough, DJ Moore ranked 15th. But, yeah, both the exact same reason. I, I totally agree. I think DK I Metcalf, well, Seahawks in general, really. I can't imagine if it stays with Drew Locke. I mean, he, he might throw 20 hmm. touchdowns next year if he's lucky. And if they're going to get split between DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, It's such a shame for him to kind of waste another season or waste a season in Seattle doing nothing. But um, but yeah, I think the same for for both those great shout. And yeah, McCaffrey. So I ended up picking him up last year, and um, I think I might have even traded for him early on in the season. And and yeah, remember it being one of those where he either scores thirty points or is injured. Um, and and, and I guess luckily we had the option where you can kind of put them on your on your injured reserve, so you can kind of leave them there if they are. Not if they aren't playing, but um, which is kind of a bit of a free hit, really. But certainly not if you want to take them in your first round with your first pick or anything like that. So, so yeah, I agree with those. Charlie, what do you reckon? And and then you're overrated.
3: So uh, he's already took one of mine uh, (laughs) because DK was on my list. So I'm gonna have to uh, think of somebody else. So uh, I'm gonna go for a defender. I know they can't score individually, fantasy-wise, but uh, I think it's a clear option in terms of being overrated. Um, And it's clearly going to be Diggs because the amount of interceptions that he got last year um, makes him seem like an unbelievable defender. Um, But the amount of plays that he let go over his head, um, it just seems to get forgotten about. They seem to forget the fact that he lets touchdowns go over his head because he might turn the ball over every now and again, uh, which is great. It's great to play aggressive, but if you're going to give up that many yards and that many touchdowns against teams, then don't, uh, it showed. It showed last year because the uh, the Cowboys came absolutely nowhere. So yeah, it's great to get that. Uh, And get those interceptions, but if you're going to give the ball, you're going to give that much space to wide receivers and let them score, then it seems a bit pointless. Um, Then the other two that I've got are a bit controversial. I think Scully won't like especially one of them, Um, but because they're both uh, rivals, but I'm going to start with the first one, uh, and I'm going to go for uh, Jamar Chase. I think he had a great first season, um, but I think he'll get found out this year. I think he'll have a lot more coverage and I'm not sure that he's got it in his locker if he's getting double coverage that, to actually still make the plays. So I think he's going to be picked early for a lot of people in the draft. I think he'll probably go in uh, second round, maybe even first for some people um and I think he's going to bomb this year I think he's not going to score anywhere near like he did uh, last year um so there's a controversial one and the second one is Lamar Jackson um I think he had he's had one particularly good year I don't I don't really rate him I think he I think he looks he looks panicked on the ball um I don't. It, it, his arms not particularly his strength. It's all about his running and what he does. Um, ad up and play breaks down and he scrambles. Is that really what you want as a quarterback? I know Ravens have seemed to have built a team around that to allow him to do that. But he, he, I I think he's massively uh, hyped up to be something that he's not and. Um, if you're gonna put you, t- if you're gonna build a team around somebody who, once a play breaks down, can scramble for you, do you really want to be playing for a play to break down? Surely you should be planning on making plays before that point. So yeah, it can get you out of a situation, but that shouldn't be your go-to, and it seems to be that way for Ravens. So uh, yeah, two controversial shouts.
1: Very controversial and a defense.
2: I know. I mean, I'd be I'd be interested to understand um, where where Cowboys finished last season as a collective defense, because that's what we play uh, in our league, um, and where they rank this year. But also, what else contributed to that? Because they had some, uh, like Micah Parsons, was was unbelievable, um, and obviously, I think they they could potentially have scored quite highly because of um the amount of sacks that they got the amount of recoveries they got the amount of uh interceptions that they got But i mean i agree on the player and we spoke about it quite a bit last year didn't yeah. we about about how the interceptions were just kind of covering over um the, the, cracks. the cracks but um i think so. it's a good shout but i'd be interested to understand how much that impacts them positively and negatively in terms of his interceptions versus how much he gives away. Um, and then, I mean, for me, I like Jamar Chase. Um, I think he's uh, he's completely electric. And he was one that I picked up on waivers um, after the season started. If you, if you I know, can yeah, remember, you it, he never caught anything pre-season, did he? He yeah. never caught anything pre-season, so everybody like avoided him. Uh, and then after week one, where he it was amazing, uh, I managed to pick him up, and he was fantastic for for the season. Um, but onto your point, I still think he's going to be he's going to be good next year, and and the reason being is Joe Burrow, uh, the re, the fact that they've, um, in free agency, have brought in and um, in, improved their offensive line. They've drafted well into their offensive line, and. Um, They've and even if he is double teamed, you've got to worry about T Higgins and Boyd. That's um, my point. Well though
3: I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna end up using T, T Higgins and Boyd more. So I think in terms of fantasy and points that he actually brings, mm. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna put the same numbers up because they're gonna have to spread it more with the fact he's gonna end up with double coverage.
2: So I, th- I think teams are gonna struggle to to double coverage him as well because because of that extra risk because you can't leave any of them open. Uh, And it is a risk. You're just going to have to get a lockdown cornerback like Denzel Ward that that just deals with him.
1: Um, Yeah. So he's so he's uh, so so yeah. So Jamar Chase he's ranked as the second the second best projected this season coming up. So uh, yeah, I'd say that he's kind of overranked slightly. I wouldn't put him second, but I'd probably I'd certainly put him top six. Don't, for this
3: year. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's, he's not going to score. I just don't think he's going to put up the numbers that people are expecting. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can I can imagine. I, I totally agree that they've that Bengals have kind of only got a bit better where they were weak last year. Again, getting to the Super Bowl, AFC champions, but they've bolstered up that offensive line. However, I do think there'll be a little bit of a drop off. From from kind of those expectations, whether it is going back to the Super Bowl or even winning the Super Bowl, and um, and again, and again it's always a tough division, isn't it?
2: Hmm. No, definitely.
1: And then the third one, so Lamar Jackson, Scully.
2: Well, I love love to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did he did underplay the season that he that he had that was pretty good. It was MVP. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> but it have was one good season. <laughs> But uh, but no, I I, com- I completely agree. But again, they've seem to have drafted to. I mean, they took a center right in the first round. Um, uh, they seem to have drafted to to support him. I don't know what's happening with his contract. I don't know if he's going to be there the next next season or, or what. Uh, but I, I assume if he's healthy this season, he gets the job over Tyler Huntley. Um, but yeah, I think he's massively overrated. Um, big. I mean, the one thing that he probably had going for him last season, up, up until obviously he got injured, um, was the Ravens were poor, and he single-handedly won them a lot of games. Um, but again, I think if if you stop him from playing, which the team a lot of teams managed to do, um, especially in the first half of some of those games, I don't know what happens the second half when he seemed to just run the show. Uh, but if you if you stop him, the Ravens don't don't perform. So you only really have to stop him from playing. So I think you're right. he's is probably will go because everyone likes a running quarterback in in the team. he yep. will go high, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure that is he's, he's going to do well because he was so hit and miss last season. Uh, even when he was fit, he was like scoring once one week and then he was getting barely any points the next week.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. I remember you know, going into last season; he, he was clearly kind of QB one, really wanted. But I think Josh Allen's definitely taken over now. I think there's a handful of passing quarterbacks that have, and then you chuck in Jalen Hurts, who's pretty inconsistent, but runs Kyler Murray in a similar vein as well. Um, yeah, I think he's uh, yeah he's not what he not what he once was out on his own in fantasy land.
2: No it be interesting though this year because we've got a bit more emphasis on quarterbacks now, putting the passing touchdowns up to six points. Mm. So um, if you've noticed, if you're having a look at who's at the top of the scoring charts now each week, it's quarterbacks. So that's going to make it interesting what people draft first.
3: We, me and uh, me and Joe had this conversation uh, the other day that your quarterbacks are your, your big scorers week in week out. Um, yeah, you might have a week where your receiver scores three touchdowns, or your running back gets gets three or four touchdowns. But those weeks are few and far between, and they're the only weeks where your quarterback is outscored. The majority of the time, it's your quarterback that's scoring big for you every week. So, it'd be interesting to see if people follow that and go with a quarterback first round, or if they go for the big, uh, big players on uh, wide receiver or running back.
2: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. And I think the thing is as well, there's that many good quarterbacks and everyone goes on about who's the top five, who's the top ten. But you look from probably your top 15 down, they're all good. So they're all going to score your points. So it's not as if – so that's the thing. And that's what's going to be interesting in this draft is who – blows it it and goes against Josh Allen, number one, um, or who's a little bit more patient and possibly waits till the third round and gets one.
1: We'll see. And we'll see who's been listening uh, or or whether we're kind of keeping a bit of a poker face. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Okay, so for my my three, overrated or overranked. First one, I think Debo Samuel, he's ranked as a receiver as fourth obviously unbelievable last season, but uh, how serious he is about wanting to play that, um, what do you call him? Not a running receiver, a wide back or whatever they, they, they'd like to call him. Um, he don't want to do it. He, he don't want to play running back. So if he's just a receiver uh, and, and even then, is he is he getting thrown to by Trey Lance? Is it Garoppolo? Um, I don't know. I think that's a, it's a tough division that he's playing in as well. I think that's, there's no doubt he's a good player but um but not to be ranked anywhere near that high for me um and even now i don't think his contract's sorted out i don't know if he's definitely going to be there if he's missing training camp all the rest of it um so i think I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to have him on my team but certainly not in the first couple of rounds not not anywhere near ranked like that number 2 justin herbert so again he's ranked second among quarterbacks I think, brilliant player. Again, he's someone I'd, I'd love to have at the Eagles throwing the ball. But but in fantasy land, I guess he can throw it across to Eckler. Um, again, he's, I know he's got Keenan Allen that we mentioned and Mike Williams. But but for QB2, I don't see it. I see, like we mentioned, even someone like Lamar Jackson, let alone, again, your Josh Allen, Mahomes, um, Kyler Murray, all the typical fantasy ones. I think even Tom Brady kind of surpassed him last year. So, Again, I love him as a quarterback, but I think he's overranked at number two. And then my last one is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, again, I would love to have him. And if I've I'm not sure what pick I've got in the in the draft this year. But if I've got back end, there's a chance that I'll take him, but he's heavily ranked number one. And I, I can't see it. Even on that Colts offence where there's not many weapons as we've mentioned. I'm sure he'll get loads of touches and incredible player. But I think there's going to be a drop-off from where it was last season. Um, I think a drop-off from him, plus you've got a fully fit Derek Henry that'll hopefully play 17 games. You've got Najee Harris gonna got a season under his belt that plays a similar role. Eckler, we've probably talked about it enough already, but CMC, I don't think McCaffrey's going to be right the way up there. But there's, there's a few... Good running backs, good solid running backs. Um and again I think Jonathan Taylor's gonna have gonna have a bit of a drop off. Even history shows that even someone who had a that good a season, they're gonna have a drop off with touchdowns, touches, carries, all the rest of it. So um so so cute. so for number one, the first pick of any draft, which seems a bit of a given at the minute, I don't see it being Jonathan Taylor, not for me.
3: Interesting that because uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor was one that was potentially going to be one of my uh, on my list as well. Um, for the same reason, to be honest, I, I think with a year's worth of tape, uh, for teams to watch, uh, a changing quarterback, um, is he going to be used as heavily? Are teams going to work him out? Uh, and I think we'll probably, I, th- I think we'll see a bit of a drop-off. I mean, it, he's, he's still, let's face it, one of the best running backs in the league. I think he'll still score well. But I, I wouldn't, I, I agree. I don't think he's going to be uh, one overall running back.
2: I mean, the, the one thing that he probably went in his favour last year and why he was the number one overall running back is because he managed to stay healthy all year. Mm. Whereas, look at, who were, the, who were the next two? Chubb and then uh, Henry. Henry missed all season and still were like, what, running back free or something? Um, so, yeah, I think if, if he manages to stay healthy, which really helped him last year, I think he could have another big year. Um, it, like you said, probably will be a little bit of a drop-off. I still think he'll, he'll, he'll be up there. Um, but, it just it just depends for me if uh some of the other ones managed to stay healthy. So you're like Chubb missed a few games for injury and then um, through COVID, uh CMC that we spoke about, um big injuries, Henry injuries. Um there was quite it seemed to be the the injury uh, for all the the running backs last year, I think Dalvin Cook was injured for a while. Kamara was injured for a while. So uh, he was the one that stayed healthy. And I think that propelled him to uh, to be number one running back more than anything else. Although he was exceptional.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And it would be interesting to see, again, I think who, who gets dropped off. And I think one of the best things that that we're learning that you can do with fantasy really is to just have someone who's consistent if they're like the only tight end on the roster or they're the clear number one running back you know that they're going to get 20 carries every game might not get a touchdown they might not get 100 yards but they're the number one running back clearly they're not sharing it they're not swapping out on third down then they can stay consistent so yeah again if you can chuck in a decent amount of touchdowns in that as well um, receiving touchdowns, whatever it might be then uh, then yeah, it's all going to play a big part that's all we've got time for on this episode thanks so much for listening I'm sure by the time we record the next episode DK Metcalf will have been traded to a team who's got a quarterback with a passer rating above 25 and Jacoby Preset might be the latest Brown starting quarterback meaning the under-ranked David Joku needs re reevaluating. we'd love to hear from you Tell us what you think about our under rankings and over rankings. Tell us who we've missed or just reach out to say hi. Our email address is 2toms1ash at outlook.com spelt in words, no numbers. And I'm sure it won't be long before you can find us on socials too. Thanks again. See you on the next one.